Hello and welcome to Soundwaves, the official podcast of the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust. Well, it's here. It's finally here. Our season starts this Saturday, 28th of May, 2022. It all kicks off from our cow's base, where an under-18s return trip will take to the Solent waters and we can't wait. Trips from our Largs base start a few weeks later and, of course, we'll be across adventure centres and other sailing experiences all throughout the summer. It's jam-packed. We're so grateful that we have hundreds of young people due to spend time with the Trust over the coming months. It's what the entire Trust community works towards all year round and we hope every young person coming along has a magical and inspiring time. Who else would I ask on to talk about this than Trust CEO Frank Fletcher? He gives us an introduction to the summer and since it's been a while, since he's been on the podcast, we talk about a few other things too since it's always nice to hear from the captain. We talk about some research the Trust has done to make sure it's having the best impact it possibly can. We talk about the three-way partnership with Teenage Cancer Trust and Young Lives vs Cancer. We talk about how he's feeling heading into the summer after the last few years. It's a good all-encompassing chat and I'm glad to have had him on to set up what the next few months look like. Frank, hello. You've not been on the podcast since April last year and at that time you were telling us what last season was going to look like. Now, I think all of us here at the Trust like to have our eyes to those brighter futures. We're always excited about what comes next. But just before we talk about what's in store for this season, can you just put on the record, how did you feel about last summer and taste of the trust and pulling it all off? Hey, Scott, thank you very much. Um, I can't believe it's been almost a year since I've been, well, over a year since I've been on the podcast. Um, It doesn't feel that long. Um, There have been some marvellous podcast episodes since. So thank you for inviting me back. Um, Last summer, I, I think... When I think about last summer, the first thing that I think about is just how what a fantastic job the team and the volunteers and our skippers and our medics and our hospital contacts and everybody who was involved did because we managed to get young people back on the water. And, you know, and we did that, you know, while there was still a pandemic going on and, and and I just you know people did so much and went so far out of their way to help make that happen so last summer was just wonderful Scott we got back doing what we do it, it looked slightly different um, we had to do things slightly differently because of, of the pandemic but we got back and I, I remember sitting at Water Park we had a, a, a residential a return trip for our under 18s and I remember sitting at Water Park and just seeing that buzz and that excitement and and just watching us do the things that we do so well. And just to put on record the thanks to, you know, the team who, who put in so much effort to make that work, our volunteers, our skippers who went above and beyond, you know, taking the trust to young people rather than young people coming to the trust, which is what the taste of the trust was about, you know, that was logistically hard, but we did it. And, um, you know, it was wonderful to be back doing what we do and doing it so well. And there were so many people who, who know the part they played in that. 
So last year was a bit quote-unquote different. We had Taste of the Trust where we went to young people, we had produced numbers, a bunch of COVID protocols. What is a trip if you're a first-timer or a returner going to look like in 2022? So I think that the trips in 2022 are, are going to go back to looking very, very similar to 2019. I think that in terms of you know, the numbers of young people on the boats, you know, running first time yacht trips, they're, they're going to be back to looking exactly as they did in 2019. We're still going to be vigilant. You know, we still need to be careful. Um, you know, the trust works with young people in recovery from cancer and, and the safety of those young people is always at the front of our minds. So, you know, we will be vigilant about the virus. There'll be some some things that we do to keep people safe. So we, we've you know, we're going to test people before they arrive on the trip. You know, um, everybody involved in the trips face-to-face with young people will be fully vaccinated. Um, there's more detail about our COVID plan on our website. Um, but no, the trips will feel to a young person coming for the first time exactly the same as they did in 2019. And, and that's great to be back making the difference that we make to young people in the way that we do. And um, and I can't wait to have yacht trips running out of larks and cows again. I can't wait to have that buzz around the office again. Um, and it will be it will be wonderful. And 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 to answer your question, I think if you came on a trip in 2019 or you come on a trip in 2022, it will feel exactly the same. Um, as I say, we're, we're we'll remain vigilant and we'll remain very conscious of the young people that we work with but it will feel very much like the trust felt three years ago. And, and I can't wait for that. And I think that's, that's just, it's just going to be great. You've been speaking to volunteers and skippers. They're the ones making up the crews out on the water with young people. And none of this happens without them. How are they feeling about 2022? Are they sharing in our hype? What was really wonderful about our volunteer training update day, Scott, was catching up with skippers and volunteers and just feeling that excitement. I mean, I don't know about you. You did a fantastic job on the day, by the way. But I, I almost feel like we, we could almost have, have painted a wall and people could have watched paint dry that day and they would have still had the most wonderful day because they were just so excited about getting back together. Um, and, and, just, and just being together again was so special. And, you know, how am I feeling about 2022? I just think it'll be wonderful to be back and to be, you know, back in something that feels very close to 2019. And I'm, I'm just really excited about that. And I think I feel that excitement from our volunteers. I feel that excitement from our skippers. I feel that excitement from the team. You know, we are, you know, we, we, we are emerging like a butterfly, you know, to have the most wonderful summer. And, and I can't wait. And I don't think, I think other people can't wait. I just think it's going to be, Really great to be back supporting young people in the way that we did pre-pandemic. So in the last run of episodes, we looked at some of the learnings the Trust has had over the last few years about what the Trust actually does. We had episodes around young people feeling more accepted, independent and optimistic. We had Tom and Macy on talking about the brighter futures they've had living through and beyond cancer. For people listening... Can you just talk about how these learnings help the trust be better at what it is we do? 
So what was really important about the Trust Impact work was that we made sure as an organisation that we were making the difference to young people that we believe that we did. So we've, we've always collected feedback from young people. We've always talked to the professionals that we work with. <clears throat> Back in 2009, we did, um, a, you know, we, did, we Southampton, a, a professor and a, a student doing a master's at Southampton University undertook some desk research looking at that work and, and the results were very positive. But the advantage of the work that we've done recently with Trust Impact is we're using a independent validated tool to measure the effect that we're having on young people's well-being. So we're using the Edinburgh Warwick scale to, to look at, you know, a young person, where are they in terms of well-being before they come on a trip? Where are they in terms of well-being directly after the trip? Where are they in terms of well-being two months after the trip? And that is hugely important because, first of all, it means that we can make sure that, you know, what we're doing counts and matters and, and makes a difference. But then secondly, as we gather more data and we do this over the next couple of years, we will be able to look at the what bits of the trust's work make the biggest difference. Because then what we can do is we can make sure that we're concentrating on the bits that really do impact, you know, young people feeling accepted, independent, optimistic, and believing in a brighter future. So it's incredibly important. And, and you know, we, we I'm really excited, actually, you know, last year, <clears throat> very much was a pilot of how do we make this work. This year is, is actually, you know, we'll have the data to look and, and to be able to share that data with people listening to podcast with our partners with people who are thinking about coming on a trip with our funders to say here is an independent validated tool that that lots of other people use around the around the uk and beyond to measure well-being in young people and this is what it says about the difference that the trust makes to a young person who comes and spends four days with us in cows or rugs and that's hugely important and then, as I say, also to be able to, as we gather more data as we spend longer using this tool, to really be able to drill down and go, this is the really important bit of what we do. And if we could do more of this, then we could make a bigger difference to young people. Not to turn this too much into a State of the Union address, but you are the captain of the trust ship. I am one of its buccaneers. <laughs> We've had lots of our volunteers together in Birmingham for our training day. By the time this episode goes out, we'll have been with our fleet of skippers. I think it feels great to be doing these things again. And I feel a real sense of optimism about where the trust is heading on its journey to support young people as best as we can. As its captain, how are you feeling? <laughs> You're farming in the back of the air, Scott, that's for sure. I, I mean, I feel incredibly positive. You know, if you had said to me in April 2020, this is where the trust will be in May 2022, and this is what the next two years looks like, um, I would have been, uh, I, I would sort of suggested that um, perhaps, you know, you needed to have a more realistic outlook we're in a really great position so we're coming out of you know what everyone knows has been a really tough two years you know we're coming out of that with a fantastic team of people firstly and most importantly and when I say team I mean everybody our volunteers our skippers the team we work 
um, for the trust full time and part time. You know, we're we're in a really good position in terms of the team, and and that's really great because that's really really important. Um, I think we're coming out of it, you know, with this fantastic um, partnership that we have with try partnership that we have with Young Lives versus Cancer and Teenage Cancer Trust and it was so important to to do to to get that partnership over the line and it was great that we managed to do that in the last two years financially the trust is is okay and we've come out of the of the pandemic in a good position financially I mean you know I think there were probably challenges ahead you know we have a cost of living crisis you know inflation is 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 rising high and you know that affects the costs of putting young people on the water, and obviously the financial. I'm, I'm no economist, but you know we we it doesn't look like there is a slightly bumpy road ahead. So, but we're in a good position, you know, and to come out of the last two years in a strong position to go into what the next 12, 18 months could bring is great. So, um, um, I'm not sure that I'm ever going to do a state of the trust address, you know, but I, I feel really happy about where the trust is and. We are, yeah, we're in a we're in a good place. We, we've had some great um, support from people over the last couple of years. Our board of trustees have been wonderful, with a you know a gentle hand on the tiller to continue your ship analogy. Um, and you know, I, I feel like we're I feel like we're going strongly into twenty twenty two. And obviously, one of the things that we're doing at the moment is we're looking at what our ambitions, our business ambitions. We we doing a three-year cycle this is the last year of a three-year cycle and we're currently talking to the board and our youth board and we talk to our volunteers at our volunteer training update day we talk to our board of trustees we talk to the team you know we're going to talk to our skippers at skippers conference we've talked to some lots of young people we've talked to our partners you know about what those ambitions are going to be from 2023 to 2025 and i'm actually really enthusiastic about you know we're, it's far too early to talk about those in any detail but actually i'm really excited about how those are shaping up and i'm really looking forward to sort of launching those you know at the beginning of next year that'll be really exciting to share you know where we we feel we might go next at the end of last year we had an episode where joey gonzalez from teenage cancer trust and laura rodich from young ladies versus cancer joined us to talk about the three-way partnership that you mentioned We've not long passed the partnership's first birthday. Can you tell us about the benefits to young people when our charities all work together in this way? So I think the benefit for young people is really clear, which is that, you know, we're not going to duplicate and we're going to make sure that we are, you know, we are signposting young people between the three of us. And I think that's the, you know, that was always, you know, for me, the really important bit of this, which was that actually we would work together rather than working in free silos and doing what we do, actually, you know, we're going to work together and, and it, you, you, we're going to work together, not in, only in, you know, where we are now, but actually we're going to work together and what are we all going to do in the future? Where are we all going to concentrate? You know, how are we going to make sure that young people are at the heart of all of the decisions that we make and that all of us are doing the best for you know, young people as we, as we can. So I think that, you know the fact that we're having conversations you know one of the first people i went to meet you know at the end of the sort of when you could start to meet people again was was rachel from young lives and then and then kate from teenage cancer trust you know it's really important that actually we still you know we've been talking on zoom and phone calls you know 
throughout, but actually it was really important that we got back and saw each other face to face because it, then that's the partnership is really strong and that's for the benefit of young people. So the more that charities can work together, the better outcomes we can have for young people in recovery. But actually with, with this partnership, you know, the best outcomes we can have with for young people. You know what I think would be really nice, Frank, is a few times over the last run of episodes, we've talked about pre-trip nerves. We've wanted to reassure young people before they come along on their first trip that you'll have a good time, you'll meet people, you'll do things you never thought you could. We've heard from fellow young people and from volunteers, but what would you say to a young person who's got a little anxiety about coming along? It must be really hard to be a young person and to be thinking about coming on a trip. And, and I can't really imagine that because I'm, I'm not a young person. I haven't been through cancer and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm not coming on a trip for the first time. I have seen, and we've all seen, you know, that how quiet people are on the first day. And we've all seen how nervous people are. So I think what I would say is we've also seen how involved everybody is on day two and how close everyone is on day three and how people, nobody wants to go home on day four. So I think what I would say is talk to the team and trust us. And um, it will feel, you know, you may feel nervous and a bit anxious on day one, but we promise you by day two that you will be having the most fantastic time. And then with the practical stuff, you know, if you forget your toothbrush, we've had hundreds of people forget their toothbrush and, you know, we, 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 can, we can deal with lost toothbrushes. Or if you... Don't happen to bring the right trainers, it doesn't matter. You know, not that you need to have the right trainers, but if you forget to bring, you know, whatever it is, we can deal with logistically. And in terms of anxiety or feeling nervous, you're not the first person who's felt like that, but by day two and day three, you won't be feeling like that. We've finished off a few of these recently with best bits, worst bits, funniest bits, but we've had a bunch of those out of you in the past. If you want to know Frank's highlights, please go back and listen to them. They're always great and there are one or two mishaps for the ages. So I think as we round off this episode and this one of episodes, trips start in less than a week. What are you looking forward to? So I think it's really easy, Scott. So last year we ran Taste of the Trust trips. We took the trust to young people rather than young people come into the trust and actually we didn't run many trips from our our bases in Largs and Cows. So actually what am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to seeing young people in Cows. I'm looking forward to seeing young people in Largs. I'm looking forward to seeing us make the difference that we know we make to young people. And, and I just, you know, and, you know, we're going to remain vigilant, but, you know, trips are going to look very much like they did in 2019. And I just can't wait. That's it for this week. Thank you so much to Frank and you too for listening in. That's also it for Soundwaves for the time being. It will be back later in the year. It's going to be all go from here. I'm based in the Largs office, so if you're on a trip in Scotland this year, come along and say hello. I'll be running around taking photos and helping to keep social media up to date and I'll always be looking to have a wee chat with you and make sure you're having a good time. So make sure to follow us on social media at EM Cancer Trust to stay on top of all of this season's goings on. It's going to be so good. As well, visit our website for the latest news and sign up for our newsletter to get all of the latest straight to your inbox. See you on the marina. Till next time, take care.